Hey there, hi there, ho there. I'm London. And I'm Anne, and this is Entertainment Mania Season 2! <laughs> I'm sorry, we're Which doing is, seasons? We're calling it seasons because we took a break for like three months! <laughs> that That's perfect, I love that. It feels, it feels reasonable just to skip to um, a second season after having such Might a long well. break. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Is it really a season? Yeah, I don't know. I love that. But there you go. Because you can do seasons the of seasons, Part of a season passed in between this episode and the last one. So, I mean, we do have we do have one episode. Reasonable. We do have one episode that we recorded that I have not edited and posted. Is that the the Captain Marvel 2 one? Or... Yeah. We talked about okay. the Marvels. Yeah, I, so that was that... actually one of the topics that I was going to suggest for tonight and and then I was like, we already did that. We already so. did that one. Yeah. yeah um, no, I still have one. the audio files, so it is coming. It will be part of this season. But <laughs> it's not, not yet. yet. Mm-hmm. That's as far as we got. We recorded that episode, and then life got really, really busy. So, so oh much happened that you're not listening to this podcast for. That's not the reason. So let's talk about the actual reason that you're Welcome back to our podcast that is not about our lives, but is about things that are important in our lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or at least things that we deem important, even though they technically aren't. They're not the highest priority, but... No, but they make us happy, so here we are. They're important parts of our personalities, let's be honest. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. I Fantastic. Could, I could well, tell stories. If you clicked on the episode and you're not automatically just listening through everything, you already know that the topic of this episode is we're talking about animated things into live action things. Yes. Animation adaptations into live action. Correct. I didn't explain that the best, but yes. That's okay. That's okay. Um, there's not a very seamless way to explain that. Like, I think it was, was it our first or second episode that we did that was about, um, adapting books into movies? And that that was was our first episode. Yeah. Yeah. First episode of first season. So I feel like if this is the first episode of our second season, this is like fitting, right? circle. Oh my goodness. It's been a year and a half. So kind of exciting. So the fun thing about this topic (laughs) is Anne and I had a conversation like what two weeks two weeks ago? ago yeah something like that so, somewhere between two weeks and a month um about this very topic and it was one of those times that like you know when you just have a conversation and everything is just so perfect and it's hitting all the right points and you're you like, feel oh, really you got everything <laughs> yeah you feel intelligent yeah. and it was those sorts of conversations that that um, kind of inspired us to make a podcast to begin with. And because we thought they were interesting, might as well share it with the world. Um, and this was yet another one of those conversations where we were like, oh, hey, this is actually really interesting. And you're, you've created some very interesting points. And mm-hmm. I like this argument that you're... Words. Uh, bringing up... <laughs> conveying, arguing the words, saying the things. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) 
So this was yet another one of those conversations and uh, we put it on the list of things that we wanted to bring up in a podcast episode just so that we could, you know, we've like pre-gamed this episode sort of, but not really. Yeah, so we'll see how this conversation comes across. Um, But so in this conversation that we had previously had, we talked about things that we realized kind of made live adaptations adaptations either succeed or fail and Mm. i don't know which one of our points we start with i think one of the points we should start with is when studios choose to adapt something that is unadaptable Mm. in its current form to be like live action like it's not yes yes it's not realistic enough to come across well in live action yeah so like um for example (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe this is a bad one we didn't bring this up at all in our conversation Lilo and Stitch that's I think that's going to be I, oh, I'm they not are. sure they're right because they're trying to do to that I'm not sure how Stitch is gonna work to be honest Me because either. because part of what makes um certain other adaptations work is the animals that they adapt into live action already exist in our world so we mm-hmm. know how these animals are supposed to move, how their hair is supposed to work or whatever. And so while the CGI is always going to feel just a little, just a tiny bit uncanny valley, just because it's like, that's not a real lion or that's not a real mouse or something. Like, yeah. it, it still is going to work better than spending an entire movie CGI creating a little alien that no one has ever seen because as far as we're aware it doesn't actually exist so 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 here's a good example of this that i can think of um i don't know if you've actually seen this movie detective pikachu i have i loved it it was actually so good great movie that's a time when it worked right so it worked but it was still something about like those creatures, the Pokemon themselves was a little bit mm-hmm. off for me for a little while. You get used to it. And in fact, my favorite moments in the film is when the Pokemon are acting a lot more like real animals. Like when they see the the group of Bulbasaur like in the wild, I loved those moments a bit more. They, they, mm-hmm. they again, feel more natural. So the, the times when those Pokemon were doing something that was completely against animalistic behaviors, like what animals can naturally Mm -hmm. do, like when they're using their special attacks and stuff like that. Those were the moments when I feel like it was just a little off. It wasn't bad. They, I feel like with the material that they were working with, they did a good job, but it's definitely a trickier one to make into a live action. Yes. And it's just yet another, not necessarily piece of evidence, another reason why I personally believe if you want to tell us a fictional story that involves any sort of movement that we don't typically see in the normal world, I think animation, any version of animation, is the better medium to tell that story in. You can still do it in live action and it'll still be great and awesome. But I feel like animation just hits different. It's just just a little bit better. It really, it really does. It hits different, yeah. and it usually hits better. Like yes, even in the because... superhero genre, mm-hmm. like 
I Marvel, I think, has done a great job making things feel really realistic. Um, however, I prefer a little bit more of like the Justice League, Young Justice, like classic Teen Titans kind of stuff. And I know I'm talking mm-hmm. all DC with those, but DC has incredible animated stuff. Their live action struggles for the most part, but their animated mm-hmm. stuff is incredible. Okay, now that we're on the subject of this, we're going in a completely <laughs> different direction than the conversation okay. did originally. Take it. Okay, I think this is why DC has shined so much in animation as opposed to live action, while Marvel has done so well in live action as opposed to going for animation. Um, most of, but not all, most of Marvel's superheroes are like extremely humanoid like very much just just human beings and um it's a lot easier to do that live action if you only have to deal with human beings the whole time they've had the few odd aliens and and they're they can do you know makeup for the most part but almost all of their aliens still look human yes meanwhile in dc we have like uh, Martian Manhunter, and then um, I'm all of all of the ideas are disappearing from my brain. You have a, so a lot more, more like I the shapeshifters and yeah, 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 where they need to be able to do that sort of like CGI is incredible, and we can do so much with it. But it's expensive and it's difficult to do it on an extremely large scale. And so DC yes. has been able to tell all of these stories with animation because it is so much easier to do on um, a financial level or a, an artistic level and it just it it's easier and honestly they do such a good job with it like um one show in particular that has rapidly become my favorite dc show is my adventures with superman um, oh, I forgot on... about that. Yes, incredible. you need to go watch it. It's Wait, so good. We haven't done an episode on this. We need to. I've seen it. Put it on the list. Put we... it on the list. It's okay, so it's going good. on. The list. It's so sweet. Because, like, whoever they got to be Lois, and I, I love what they've done with Lois, because she's, like, this adorable little mixture of loose and... From the Owl like House. the tiniest bit of Lance from Voltron somehow. <laughs> I don't know. A mixture of those two. And then she also has like Korean heritage as well, yeah. which is such an interesting thing to put in there. And then Clark is just adorable. And I love Jimmy. He's awesome. It's, okay, we're... it's really fun. Anyway, I'm getting, great I'm getting show. on track. But we'll do an episode yes, on it. Show. Go watch My Adventures with Superman. It's so good. It's so but getting good. back on track. <laughs> back on track. Another another thing in our previous conversation, before we started recording, um, we talked about um, and we've talked we've talked a little bit about this already. But like, the key to knowing what stories are best animated and what are best live action, and like you mm-hmm. touched on, anything that's otherworldly. Like, the more otherworldly you get, the more it's meant to be animated. Yes. So, like, one of my favorite TV shows growing up was, um, I feel like the title is just Redwall. I don't know if there was more to it, like the stories or the Chronicles of Redwall or something. That's Chronicles of Narnia. But um, (laughs) Redwall is about these little, like, um, the main characters are little 
anthropomorphic mice and then they're they're fighting rats and there's badgers and rabbits and, and the great big evil snake or whatever i don't ever want that turned live action never <laughs> please please don't you'll ruin Animal? it, it, it has animals to be animated animals are not supposed to talk in live action no, and it looks so I will, weird when they make I will them. die on this hill. They are not supposed to talk in live action. If you have a talking animal in something, please do not make a live action adaptation of it. Please. We're not going to call out Dr. Doolittle, but Dr. <laughs> Doolittle. But go ahead, name names. <laughs> Dr. Doolittle. Live action Lion King, It was King, okay. Anybody? It was okay. Spe okay, live action Lion King. What? Why were there no expressions? Like, that, if yeah. you're making them talk, give them expressions. Also, if you're unable to put the best song in the animated movie in the live-action adaptation... What are you doing? Don't, don't make the live-action adaptation. Okay, now if that you we're can't talking... Put, now, be that, prepared. now that we're coming for Disney... <laughs> now that we're coming for Disney... Some of their live-action adaptations are great. Exactly. I am now going to die on my little hill. I'm going to build it and then die on it. Go. The 2015 Cinderella live-action adaptation is the best live-action adaptation that they've ever done, and that's because they did not copy the original animated film. It stands alone on its own, and it's so good, and I will continue to tell you why if you don't stop me. <laughs> so, go for it. not only did they record a whole new soundtrack, like, not just like, oh, let's redo the... Um, like, they didn't include any of the original songs. They left that for the animated show. They have a whole new soundtrack. Patrick Doyle knocked it out of the park. Holy crap. Incredible. Um, one of the key parts of the original Cinderella story were the mice. If you've seen the animated film, the mice are such a big... Uh, they play more of a part than Cinderella does, to be honest. Yep. I'm pretty sure they have more screen time and more lines. They do so much more than she does. The original that. Disney cartoons, the Golden Age Disney cartoons, had their title characters with some of the least amount of lines. And the side characters mm -hmm. typically took all of Get those all lines. All the time. Yeah. Which is fine. Which fine. that's what that's they chose a problem. To do. That's yeah, that's that's a different sort of yeah. Anyway. We'll talk that's about another Sleeping episode. Beauty in a bit. I know you <laughs> want to talk about Sleeping Beauty. Um so Instead of trying to shoehorn those little anthropomorphic mice into this film and give them that exact same level of plot, line, storytelling, whatever, they completely changed that part of the story. Like, they still have mice in there. They're still technically part of the story and they, they you mm -hmm. know, get their little shape-shifting moment. But they adjusted the story to allow for less animal sidekicks and they they gave cinderella so much more screen time and and lines and personality mm -hmm. and the prince has a whole storyline and motivation and intrigue yeah. he's, he's so interesting on his own like you meet him and you get to know him and you're like oh of course cinderella falls in love with you see of course. and for cinderella they kept the key traits that she had in the original movie. They kept that kindness and generosity and they just built upon it instead of changing it. They Speaking kept of, it. 
they wrote into that film what is to this day my probably my favorite line in all of cinema mm-hmm. have courage and be kind i i love that it's 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 on my tumblr it's on my instagram i love that line it's it's incredible who knows i might get a tattoo of it we'll see <laughs> i love it one. it's great it's a good one anyway that, that film is amazing i will i will fight you just a little bit on it being oh. the best live action adaptation and (laughs) funny enough i'm actually going against what i said previously because i actually think the best live action adaptation to date is the jungle book okay so i am not gonna try and fight you on that because i actually still haven't seen it okay so we need to watch it i have no basis to fight you on there we need to watch it I think Stalemate. so. They they changed the original movie just enough. Um, they gave the animals enough emotion that they still look like animals, but they're not unemotional like in the Lion okay. King. And they added enough like they add enough action to it to make it decently intense. And I felt like the voice casting was also really really well done. I, I'd say it's, it may not be better than Cinderella, but in my mind, it's tied with Cinderella. They're, they're right. even. They're both really good. But it goes against what I said earlier when I said that talking animals shouldn't be in live action. Oh, I thought you meant yeah. um, like you had a different pick earlier. And I was like, I oh. swear, if it's Beauty or the Beast, Beauty and the Beast or Aladdin, I'm going to be I'm like, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> no, I like aspects like, of those. those, those are but... fine movies. Those are fine. But yes. they are almost completely carbon cut copies of the original animated films. And I feel like if you're going to retell a story, don't make, don't, don't limit yourself. You can tell multiple versions of the same story. Like, that's huh? why I enjoyed um, the D- uh, Dimension 20 show Never After so much. Because they right? had all these little fairy tale stories and they're like, okay. How many different versions of this story can we get in here? Let's see. What We're going to interweave like, them. That was such so a major plot point. Okay, so now that we're talking about taking basically the original and almost like copy and pasting it, have mm-hmm. you seen the live action Little Mermaid yet? No, I haven't. So that is another film that I can't judge yet because I haven't seen so, it. So that one's interesting because good things, it's, well, it's, it's funny because it's a lot like Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin, where it's almost copy and pasted with a few things added. But I feel mm-hmm. like because of the way they cast it and because of how true they were to the setting that they chose for it, it does really, really well. And okay. the two brand new songs that they wrote for the film genuinely feel like they were meant to be in the original film as well. Whereas I feel like, specifically for Aladdin, I love the song that jasmine sings well, i'm trying to remember what the name is um um i want it's something about i won't be silent oh, i won't shoot, be silent oh speechless that's I'll, what it's called there we go speechless. i really i really like the song speechless but it doesn't feel like it belongs in the original animated movie and because yes, that movie is basically copy style. and pasted yes um but i i actually really liked the little mermaid is it one of my favorite live action adaptations no 
but I do think they did a really good job with it. Um, now, Disney's first live-action remake, I think. Maleficent. Was that the... I, hmm, I don't know. I don't know, and I gotta check, because it, it may have been first before Cinderella. It wasn't? Oh, it was. It, no? Yeah, it was before Cinderella. I, th- I think Cinderella was, was 2015, and Maleficent, I'm pretty sure, was 2014. 2014. Yeah, you're right. Boom. Yes. Nice. See, I know my stuff. You um, do. I didn't doubt thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to check and make sure. <laughs> no, thank you for fact-checking me, because I get stuff wrong all the time. I um, do. <laughs> but uh, Maleficent, I kind of go back and forth on a little bit, because I love mm-hmm. the... I love the twist that they did with the story. Actually, I love everything about the story, except for what they ended up doing with Briar Rose slash Aurora and Philip. Mm -hmm. I just feel like, and I, I love Elle Fanning. This is nothing against her. I feel like they could have added a little bit more to both of their characters to make this much better. And I'm not asking Mm. that she's, you know, they take that modern approach where they give her a little bit more independence and like a suit of armor and all that stuff. I'm not asking for that. But I think they could have added more to both of their characters and it could have made the movie even better. However, if we ignore that, I think everything else about the film is great. They just, they take this world that's already been created and they they mix things up and they expound and they they create this world where like fairies mm-hmm. and these like mystical creatures live and it's beautiful. The CGI is great. Like, I do think it's a great movie. Cinderella was better. <laughs> but Maleficent was good too. Did it need a sequel? No, but the sequel's fine. So I think the problem that they encountered with um, trying to maintain the Sleeping Beauty story within the Maleficent story was because like you said they added so much to the world they had so much more that they had to discuss and and just put up there on the screen and Uh tell you about that by the time they got around to a fully grown Briar Rose and Philip they were like oh shoot we got like maybe 20 minutes to wrap up their characters and uh they're not even the main characters of the movie anymore. So yeah. I I get why they got sidelined in the movie. It it does feel um it it's sad and a little yeah. unfortunate that their story, which was so prevalent in Maleficent's story originally, is just sidelined. I I am a sucker for a redemption story though, so I, I did like I did enjoy this movie. Also the the music i think they got james newton howard so good. incredible so wait good. let me let me check because i'm pretty sure that's who they got and i i have one of the um pieces of music from it yeah james newton howard amazing yep. he amazing. also did fantastic beasts the crimes of grit like all of the fantastic beast stuff oh and... that's good music too oh yeah it's incredible james newton howard very good we love him okay so as of the time that we're recording this, there are two things in production. One of them is about to be released, and the other is probably a few years out. But they're both okay. very, very popular 
animated franchises that are being turned into live action. Can you guess what I'm talking it about? It took me all the way until you started, it said animated franchises. And then I was like, oh yeah, Avatar The Last Airbender. And uh-huh. then I can't remember what the other thing is. The other um, one is How to Train Your Dragon. There we go. Yeah. Um, I'm really worried about How to Train Your Dragon. Because uh-huh. part of what made that story so much fun to watch is the way they were able to make those specifically toothless but just like all of the dragons move like toothless toothless looks like a cat half the time (laughs) that's why i like him so much he's just so cute and just excited all the time and and part of like the animation it makes it so that he can switch very easily between very cute and like cat-like and then like very terrifying and yeah they can do that with CGI. I'm just apprehensive. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it, it will be interesting. The thing that almost makes me more, more nervous is that this is... Like, How to Train Your Dragon is not that old. No. Um, like, Rihanna and I were talking about this. The number of remakes that we're getting within a decade of the original film, or like a decade two decades or whatever Mm -hmm. ridiculous like um remakes should be happening 20 30 40 years afterwards and part of why i feel that way is i have at least three or four multiple book series up on my shelves that have never seen the screen and likely never will because nobody's taking the time to look into other stories and yeah i mean okay somebody probably is and somebody's desperately <laughs> trying to get an executive to listen to them saying hey i would love to see jacob have i loved on the screen or i really want to see here's another one give me two seconds um throne of glass oh yeah throne of glass <laughs> oh my goodness the Skullduggery Pleasant series may never see the light of day because Derek Landy, the original author, has said that he wants to write the script. So I don't know if that'll ever happen. But <laughs> if it does, get it, Derek. Get it. I would love to see a skeleton on my screen, animated or not, in a dark suit. Can he be... Can the... Could they do, like, the motion capture thing that they did with Tintin, but have it be David Tennant? Because he's got the right body for, for School Dark <laughs> Pleasant. Just, just a toothpick and a suit. <laughs> yeah. That'd be perfect. Oh, somebody hire me. I'd be so good at this. You're, you are. You're incredible at this, London. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> there, there's a reason I have to do this with you and nobody else. <laughs> oh man oh where were we before this Um, oh we were talking about how to train your dragon yeah i the dragons the the dragons are what are concerning but we're at least a few years out from release date for that so Mm -hmm. i guess we'll see like they're still in the casting process now avatar the last airbender comes out is it the end of the month i'm pretty sure it's march i think it comes out in march March of the year so, this was recorded. Very soon. 
we're the entire avatar community is to a certain extent still very apprehensive despite having seen trailers and teasers or whatever simply because we got burned so hard the last time this happened like yeah. you know, the last movie was so monumentally terrible that i've seen exactly 10 minutes of it that's how far i got into the film before i had to turn it off and i haven't turned it on since it's been years uh, yeah. Um, so I we're apprehensive. Yeah, I at best they've put so much work into this series. I really hope that it's good, but I am mm -hmm. I I don't know. I'm just concerned. The idea of bending the elements has come across in live action pretty decently amongst the mm -hmm. right crew, but this could be a show that goes downhill really fast. I just don't know. Who knows. Who knows, who knows? From what I've well, seen of the trailers and teasers, it looks like it's it looks like they're doing their very best to be true to the animated series. And mm -hmm. I applaud them for that, at the very least. We will we have yet to see how how well that all translates onto the screen. Correct. And we'll, we'll do we'll a whole episode see. for that. Yes, we will. One of these we'll days. Wait for it to come out. But yeah. <laughs> we will. We'll get around to that and many more things, I'm sure. <laughs> well, that is all of my notes. Is there anything else, London? I mean, I could rehash things, but I don't think it's necessary at this point. <laughs> if we need to do a part you know two, me. we will. We did it with yeah, Spider-Man we'll Across two. the Spider-Verse, so... Which is, to this day, hilarious that we fully... Like, we, we did the whole first episode... Did not say a single word about the main antagonist of the film. We failed so badly. Like, and then you we, have, we had to record a second ADHD episode. Central. <laughs> <laughs> we try our best, really. <laughs> and well, then I think even then with the re-record, we spent like maybe, not re-record, the second recording, we spent like maybe five minutes on the spot. Maybe. I'd have to listen to it again. Yeah. But we'll get back to it. It's, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Let's see if I can remember the closing spiel, because I haven't done it in a few months. <laughs> um, if you liked it, obviously check out our other episodes. Go check out our first season. Um, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Entertainment Mania Podcast, or on our Tumblr page, which we never update, but we'll try this time, at Entertainment-Mania. <laughs> Okay, Thank part of the you. problem with that is that you keep forgetting to send me stuff, and then we Whoops. just post the episode, and then I, I get busy, and like a week passes, and I'm like, shoot, I forgot to Guess what? You I do thing. social media a lot more for my job now, so hopefully mm -hmm. I can be a little bit better at that. But thank you, everybody, for listening, and good night. Arrivederci. I said that wrong. Good night, everyone. Welcome back. <laughs> Can this be our outro? Yeah, yeah, it will be. <laughs>
Oh my Bye, everybody. <laughs> Love you all. Welcome back to the chaos. It's only going to get weirder from here. The mania of all of it. <laughs>